Okay, so my first initial reaction to seeing my own vibrator mold was what is the average size of penis and whether I fit into this average range. Average is six inches. Fuck. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Carolee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic and human fountain. That is correct. You can find me at human fountains on Instagram. How about that for a plug? More about that later. Let's get on with the show. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the morning after show. Yeah. How awesome is that? I'm very excited about this. I think this is going to be one of the most fun episodes we've done. Oh, I know it is. So for those who are just tuning in, this is actually a response episode where we get to play your voicemails, text messages, emails, and... Uh, and don't forget smoke signals. Smoke signals in that all have to relate to our previous episode that occurred, that aired last Thursday. Our last episode was all about a clone, a willy, which is our sponsor, but also a hilarious product that I highly recommend for well, everyone. And not only do they do clone a willy, but they do clone a pussy. And if you haven't heard that episode, please go back because it's the most awkward yet hilarious episode you will ever hear. So just a brief synopsis. My mother and I got these home molding kits where we make replica vibrators, a vibrator for me of my, of my penis. And just a, a regular mold for me of my vagina. And uh, We did not do this together. We did not do it together, but we recorded our pro the actual process and we played it and then eventually we ended up showing these molds to each other no we didn't we just showed your mold to me and i did not show my mold to you thank god you didn't show (laughs) your mold to me i it was so awkward as it as it was that for me to show you the fucking mold of my penis but what i thought was interesting is that it was a process that we were going through basically live with you guys because we didn't know if we wanted to show it to each other and it just was so it got it was raw and real and unedited and unedited so this is the response episode where we get to play your clips uh, and uh we get to respond to them this is our way of talking with you it's called the morning ep- Oops. <laughs> you got excited. of course i do get excited it's called the morning after episode if you want to be part of the morning after episode feel free to Leave us a voicemail. That's the best way to get in touch. At? Yes, text mom. That's our number. Add it to your phone. Yes, text mom. And uh, we'll hope hope to play you. And don't be embarrassed. And if you do send us something, we will give you a shout out. Well, not everyone, but we'll pick one lucky winner to get a shout out. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, right. That's if they share... Oh, yeah, never if mind. They sh- if they share the this gun. episode with a friend, like oh. on Facebook, and let us Oops. know, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, uh, that was our next promo. <laughs> our next promo. What we really, what we, what we wanted to tell you, by the way, is that uh, at the end of this episode, I end up paying a call to my urologist, <laughs> who has been on our show before. His name is Doctor Joel. You might be wondering why does a twenty-nine-year-old need a urologist? Why is he on your speed dial and under favorites? It's and. Uh, <laughs> It's because he came on the show, but he also answers all my... I, I don't know if you're aware, but I have anxiety. And so... Was it, were any of you guys aware of that? So sometimes if I'm experiencing anxiety, this is the first time I've actually ever, ever called him out of anxiety. Yeah, but you were going to call other doctors too. So this is... He, the this clone was, of Willie really stirred up some emotions <laughs> and I decided to call the urologist and we recorded him and that's going to be at the end of this episode. So it's a 
it's a very funny call. You should definitely hang out till the end. And uh, this is going to be a fun one. Shall, shall we let the games begin? And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the anxieties. Oh, good one. Woo! Okay. One very last thought, by the way. Oh, two very last thoughts. Goddamn. Okay. Number one, May 9th, we have a live show in Los Angeles. Definitely come on out. It's at the Lyric Hyperion Theater. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. You can find tickets on our Facebook page. It's uh, it's going to be a wild time with games, awesome guests. We're gonna play. We're gonna we're gonna give away prizes to you guys. It's, it's gonna be it's phenomenal. gonna be hilarious too. Okay. The other thought is that we're switching our hosting service. Basically, what that means is if for any reason you find that this podcast is not airing every Thursday, it just means that there's a glitch in our system and stay in touch with us. Right. Just email us if you're having problems because we'll tell you what to do. Yes. Okay. But but, but I did want to mention, which I already mentioned before, that the way we get exposure is if you share this. No one knows about us unless you let people know. So share it with your friends. Tell them how great and funny it is. And then let us know that you shared it. And once that comes to our inbox, we will pick one lucky winner to have a shout out. All right. We really, it's, in a, it's so much housekeeping. They're going to be bored out of their fucking okay, minds. Okay. All right. Anyway, moving right along. Let's hear a little clip. This is a clip. This is our, our first voicemail that we got in response to our Clona Willie episode. Here we go. Hi, this is Rick. I'm a patron. I enjoyed the recent podcast. I know that in the title, Cam referenced showing his mom his dick. And it was funny at the end. Karen Lee clearly was uncomfortable, even though she was the one that pushed to witness her son's member. That was fun. I admire your courage. You know, you're helping us to simulate uh, the experience that we would have in these diverse sexual situations. <laughs> this one was really, really daring. Thank you for what you do. I hope you have a great day. Goodbye. Thank you for what you do, Rick. That was an incredible voicemail. I love that he's a patron. And I love that he said the word daring. It was extremely daring. And I, I also like that he called out the fact that while you were made uncomfortable, it was by your pushing that you even got into the situation. I like to call it a gentle nudge. A gentle nudge to see my erect penis? No, no, that was not what I wanted to see. If I wanted to see that, I, I last time I saw that was when you were a child. I didn't need to see that again. No, I wanted you to You never see- saw my erect penis as a child, did you? Um, probably. I, I, I never thought about that, but I'm sure that at some time... Well, well, I don't been... even know if I was getting erections. No, I'm when... sure it was like an involuntary thing, if anything. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. But anyway, <laughs> the point is that I just wanted to see what the finished Clona Willie product looked like. And... and unfortunately, it had to be mine. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't Mine was the that. only one around. Uh, yeah. And we're done with that. I will not want to re- repeat. It, you would not do this again? No. If... <laughs> Case closed. That's enough. Thank you, Rick. On to the next... Uh, but one more thing, Clona, yes. Clona Willie is a fun project in general, and I think people should try it, and especially uh, couples that are trying to spice things up. It's a fun thing to do with a boyfriend yeah, or girlfriend. They, they're going to be hearing ads for this. Wife. What, are you trying to do more ads for no, them? I just thought it was fun. All right. It was a very fun time. I wouldn't recommend doing it with your brother. <laughs> I'd like to read a, a message we got on Patreon. By the way, if you guys haven't noticed... Uh, we we love Patreon. It's a great way for you to support us financially if you're enjoying the show. And it also allows us direct communication with you. Uh, and this goes, this is from uh, our patron, Mike. Thank you, Mike. He says, 
Just listened to the latest podcast. It was great. I could hear the tension, nervousness, and internal debate as you two decided whether to show or not. My opinion? Show! I would. In fact, I made a clone of Willie last year with my wife, and Cam, I feel your pain. God love her. My wife was on her knees, masturbating and giving me oral, trying to get me to stay hard to make the the mold. And even with that, I messed it up, went, went soft, and he had to get a refill <laughs> kit. Lol. We got it done, though, and it came out amazing. My advice is to get, to guys making one is don't make it the day you get it. You're too excited and it's and distracted. Let it sit for a day or two and also wait until your erection is really set in there instead of trying to make it as soon as you're hard. I will gladly let people see my clone of Willie for educational purposes <laughs> and reference. Does it count as a dick pic if it's a clone? Lol. Anyway, keep it up. I love the podcast. No pun intended. Thank you very much, Mike. And Mike, I got to say that does not count as a dick pic. It, you think showing the clone is not a dick pic? No. I, and it's funny that he says that because I've had people on my channel, on my YouTube channel, ask me if like, if I dress up my dick, does that count? And I'm like, yeah, that still counts. I don't want to see that. But if it's just not your dick, if it's a clone, it doesn't count as it a dick It doesn't count. It's just like my pet cock, Willie, that sits on my desk. I love that he you, actually... You didn't even respond to that. He just said, okay, next. I know that a pet cock, Willie, sits <laughs> on your desk. My mother, for those who don't know, has a statue of a, an erect dick and balls on her desk. and it, It's gold and it's... At this I'm, point, by my it, friends it, at Clone at uh, Clone Willie, it no <laughs> Petcock Willie. Willy. It literally has googly eyes and a bow tie on it. It's cute. It's cute. All right. Um, I I also wanted to acknowledge Mike in that. Thank you for saying that this was a challenging process, uh, because it was really it it was a fun process, but it was challenging to stay hard. I mean, I think it might have been a little better had it not been my brother trying to like mix all the potions and stuff in the other room. But it was validating to know that it wasn't just you. Thank God. And he I, gave some good tips too. I didn't realize you can get a refill kit. That's great. <laughs> Maybe you should try it again when you get a girlfriend. Oh my goodness. I don't, you know, it's, you'll hear at the end of the episode that it caused me a lot of anxiety. Um, but it was a very fun process to those who are interested in, and uh, as you can tell, Mike was very excited when he got this thing. You know, as as a side note, when you were very young and like, I, like when you were like in art class in sixth or seventh, six or seven year old class, you were young little tot. You were frightened to put your hand in paper mache. So I think you've overcome something when you put your dick into this substance. Well, who knows about paper mache? What, do you think paper mache is not uh, FDA approved? It's all gooey and stuff. I actually grew to love paper mache. Okay, can we move on to the next? Yes. Here's a little voicemail. Hi, Cam and Karen Lee. Um, I just started doing stand-up comedy about my sex life because I don't think that there's enough positive conversations, and you guys really inspired me, so thank you. And this week, my parents and aunt and uncle ended up showing up, and we've never talked about sex before, so it was fun for them to hear about my one night stand and how it sounded when I come. Um, but it was a pretty crazy experience, but I couldn't have opened up that way and done any of it um, without you guys. So I just wanted to thank you so much for the show. Really love listening. Have a great day. I I love that because she definitely has the essence of our show. This is a sweetheart angel woman <laughs> leaving us a, a voicemail right now. But she became empowered to do that. I can't believe it. I mean, that is so cool that she started doing stand-up and makes a joke about what she sounds like when she comes. In front of her parents. I love it. So do I. I don't even know if I could do that. That's crazy. You don't think you could tell me the the noise you make when you come? Or I guess you would tell your parents, my grandparents? I couldn't tell my my parents. You definitely couldn't tell my grandparents. (laughs) No, I can't. No. 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 But, But the fact that we've 
encourage someone to be able to be bold enough to do it in front of a live audience, including our parents, is a goal that we've achieved. Ding! Ding! I'm, I'm very happy that, you, that you're taking that risk. And thank you for sharing that with us. Hi, um, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, <laughs> so I was just kind of thinking, like, do you think ever in the future there will be a porn kind of based on you and your mom? <laughs> you know how, like, a lot in porn they do, like, role-playing, like, sexy stepmom, vulnerable son. Do you think that maybe in the future there would ever be, like, obviously you guys wouldn't act in it um, because that's, like, totally weird, but, <laughs> um, you know, do you think that porn stars will ever play you and is this out there i don't know i'm a young woman who does not really watch porn but i just it kind of came into my mind one day um actually today as i'm driving but anyway um thanks and keep it up bye what is this the is this like a, a one of those porn parodies like look who's talking triple x <laughs> that's what i thought of when i heard her oh, is she is she kidding me no, she has a serious question, which is, are we going to, is there going to be some fan, fan fiction porn made of our Sex Talk With My Mom podcast? I would be very honored. Uh, <laughs> I would not be honored to be at all part of it. Uh, it is, it you repulses just said me to no end. Honored. What, what do you mean? I'd be because, honored. Because it, it means that people care enough about this podcast to want to make porn out of it. That's true. It repulses me, the thought of, uh, it, it's, it that incest is so gross. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a nice voicemail to share. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it is the like the number, the biggest, fastest growing genre of porn is a stepmom stepson. Yeah, bo- but you're boca. my real mom. Even worse. So anyway, actually, they don't allow them. Didn't we get them from? Yeah, our, the rules are very strict on like making sure that the stepmom. Is a certain age, and, and they have to have dialogue that says like, "Oh, he's only she has only been in the son's life for like yeah. a year, Holly no Randall, longer." Holly Randall told us that. The yes. Puppy. Okay. You can go back to the Holly Randall episode if you want to hear that. Yeah. But um, you want to move on? Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. We got so many other funny ones. <laughs> I'm talking to Brandon Lowe. Yeah. Hi. Is I'm talking to Brandon Lowe. I want to say that Brandy, he looks so sexy. Um, you know, Brandy, I really love if I would have got chance to fuck you. I love you, Anna. I wanna like that. I wanna feel that. I wanna like it so much. I wanna like you. What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> I'm really glad he gave a little dance interlude at the end. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, first of all, yeah, what was that music at the end? And also, who is Brandon Lowe? And and what the fuck? I wanna lick ya. <laughs> I wanna oh, fuck you so bad. Okay, you are getting very racist right now. I'm taking this out. Why? Why is that racist? I didn't even know what race that would be. I actually, I, it I is don't know unidentifiable what race. It's an race. Un- I can't, it's, it's not racist if you have no idea what race that is or what language that was. <laughs> All I can say is that that went along just perfectly well with the one about let's do some other porn. I mean, what was that? We're getting a lot of weird ones. Uh, <laughs> do you think that he meant that for me? I, it, it's definitely possible. I think he, he wants want- to lick me. <laughs> I think he does. There is. We did get one that that said, 
Great podcast, guys. Keep up the good work. I'm a 35-year-old male from NYC who thinks you, Karen Lee, are the sexiest, most desirable woman in entertainment today. I often wonder what it would be like to have amazing sex with you. I bet it would be amazing. It is. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do we have any next? I'm out of, I'm out. I got something here. This is from Amanda. Hey guys, I just wanted to say, first off, the podcast is great. I listen to it while I'm at work almost every day. Second, I just listened to the episode of Anal Play and it helped me so much. Me and my boyfriend are just starting to get into anal play. P.S. I like to think of him as a manly man and he likes when I massage his prostate when I'm giving him a BJ. But thank you guys so much for the wonderful information you guys provide on taboo subjects. Keep up the great work. That is our most popular episode these days. The the one uh, there are two on anal. The pleasure mechanics. The one with the pleasure mechanics though, where they give step by step guidance on anal plays, unbelievable. Such- really, it's it's both funny and and also very useful if you if, if if you're interested in getting into anal. Especially if you want to know how to put a fist up someone's ass. Yeah, <laughs> they, you apparently you can go all the way elbow deep. I did not realize this without causing anal fissure. It, it's it's a wonder. That's episode 121, <laughs> intro to anal play with the pleasure mechanics. Okay. Didn't you have a, a question also from someone asking, like, how do I get more involved? Yes, with- I, yes, I did. Okay. So this is from Sean. Love you both so much. You're awesome. Unique relationship. So special. I have three boys, five, seven, and nine, and I hope to be open and close to them as adults. We drove from Michigan to Florida a few days ago, about 19 hours, and I binge listened to you. I love the people that binge listen to us, by the way. <laughs> My question is how to get my husband to be more into performing oral on me. I totally dig going down on him, and that's just such a big part of our sex life. However, after 15 years together, he's not really into giving. He's not a selfish man. I think he has some negative experiences with unpleasant ladies, that was in quotes, in the past. We have always been so open sexually, and I've mentioned it, but so far, no changes. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm into trying anal play, but he's not really into that either. I think... It's for a few reasons. He's pretty well endowed and he finds it quote unquote dirty. So thoughts on getting him to be more open to trying after 15 years together. I want to keep it spicy. Thanks so much for your openness. Keep up the good work. That's from Sean. Wow. First of all, thank you for the such an open and honest message. Yeah. Sean, thank you. And I uh, do have a couple suggestions. Do you have any suggestions? Go for it. I just think... And this is in regard to what question? Which uh, question? Well, she talked about how she can get him to go down on her and also how she can get to anal play with him. And I think both of them are the exact same in the sense that it's all about communicating and she should definitely communicate outside of the bedroom first just to explain what her needs are and why she has them and see what his response is. Maybe she could even bring up some stuff that she's... So you think you think when you're not in the bedroom, it's actually better to talk about this than when you're in the heat of the moment? What do you think? I'm just, you, you brought it up. I'm asking you. <laughs> I do think it's better to get it, you know, get... Because otherwise, then if you're in the heat of the moment, someone might feel like you're trying to direct them and, you know, you're, you're pushing something on them. But directing them can be good sometimes. It, no? if, if it doesn't sound like this is, it sounds like it's a white elephant in the room and has to be brought up. Yeah, there needs to be like a whole mindset change a little bit. Right. Uh, I think <clears throat> there is, I think there, it took me a while to learn the pleasure of giving someone else pleasure. I don't think he has that uh, in him yet. Oh, you might have had it and it went away, but I think somehow reigniting that and in allowing That's a him, great call. Uh, uh, maybe perhaps showing him how much pleasure 
that it actually brings you might turn him on, which might it creates this whole snowball effect where you know it's this cycle where your pleasure brings him pleasure, which brings you pleasure, bring him pleasure. Everyone's getting pleasure. <laughs> this is my and, yeah. and and that I think is rooted in honest discussion too. Well, I think first you could, like I said, the white elephant is there. It's got to be brought up outside of the bedroom would be preferable. And, and again, baby steps or maybe just even bringing up topics like, you know, I, I saw this on some TV show and it really turned me on when, or some podcast or our I, podcast. Oh, I heard a mom and son talking about anal play. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think they're both along the same lines. It's just, you have to be communicative. Yeah. And it, I think it, it, it for most guys, I think for most heterosexual men, it, it is a little bizarre to think if, that they are going to be involved with any, any anus. That's true. Oh, there's so Whether much stigma. Whether it's their anus or someone else because yeah. there's such stigma. Yeah. But I think the more you can, I think that episode is really good at indicating just how pleasurable it can be, especially for men, mm-hmm. to have their prostate massaged. Again, I still haven't found someone to do this with. No massagers? But I I do think, no massagers yet, but I do I do think that there there is a lot of opportunity here. Um, and I think you can kind of convince them by... Ten, the, the orgasm is supposed to be three to ten times stronger with from anal play for men than it is from if you're just using the the penis itself. But even for her, it'd be really. I, I think she'd get some really interesting feelings if he even stuck a finger in her, or you know. Well, it, it sounded like she wanted him to be involved with anal play. I no? think it, it it might have been both ways. I didn't read into it. All right, either well. way, I I do think start with the talking about it, and that's good. Yep. And this one last uh, one last email is from Rosemary Maybe. Go for it. Okay. Hey there. Just started listening, and I love the show so far. I just listened to the episode on pansexuality with Nick Meadows. The word he was looking for for women who do drag is hyper queen. We used to be called bi- bio queens, but that term ex- excludes the, ter- the trans women who do drag, so it's seldom used anymore. A lot of us want to be called drag queens since that, since what we do is drag regardless of what's between our legs. Hope that makes sense. Feel free to email me with any questions. This pansexual hyper queen sex worker loves to talk. Can't wait to work my way through the back episodes. Oh, there's a little pun there. Uh, best Rosemary Maybe. Love it. Love it. And I love that we're getting She's, such diverse. Rosemary is, wow. is teaching us. <laughs> I mean, she. I think she'd be teaching Nick at this point. Incredible. Yeah. So if you want to listen to that episode, go to episode 112, Loving the Person, Not the Gender. That was a fun one. It was great. And I'll make sure to tell Nick that he is a hyper queen. No, no. He's not a hyper queen. It's a woman who's doing drag is a hyper queen. Okay. (laughs) I'm still confused. (laughs) All right. I think it's time uh, for us to play a little... A, a, the the call I had with the urologist, Dr. Joel. Freaking love Dr. Joel. I've been waiting, anxiously waiting for this since I heard that you did this. I have not heard it yet, so this is a surprise to me as well. Here we go. So recently, I used a clone of Willy. Do you know what those are? No. It's a penis molding kit that allows you to make a vibrator of your penis. And uh, as a result, okay. as a result, I ended up uh, looking at my penis and inspecting it way more than I ever have before. 
Uh-huh. So Wait, I, how does it turn your penis into a vibrator? <laughs> it, it, it just makes a mold of your penis, and then you fill it with silicone, and then that congeals. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, you make a vibrator molded on your penis. Exactly. Based on your penis, on your real penis. Right. So as a result, right. I'm just, I was really looking at my penis in great detail, more so than I've ever looked at it before. Uh, now, why would, why would a girl want a mold of, say, your penis? <laughs> As I don't to you know the kind that they usually get. In, if you know, if I were in a long distance relationship with someone, uh, uh-huh. maybe as like a gag gift for birthday or something like that. But you actually like give her your portable penis. Exactly. You know what? That's not a bad idea. What are those things called? <laughs> clone a willy. You can get twenty uh, percent off if you use co- oh, clone a willy. Okay. Yes. At code mom, code mom at cloneawilly.com. Okay. Okay. So I'm looking at my dick, and it raised a lot of questions for me. And I wanted to see if you can give me some answers about what a normal penis is supposed to look like. Okay. So the first thing that stood out to me... Circumcised normal penis? (laughs) Yes, circumcised. Circumcised normal penis. Circumcised. Okay. A very Jewish, an average Jewish-looking penis. Okay. So... My my real okay. So my first initial reaction to seeing my own vibrator mold was wondering about the size of the penis and what is the average size of the penis and whether I fit into this average range. Average is six inches. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, you called him up. You ask him a question, and then he tells you the answer. And you go fuck. Yeah, the doctor. <laughs> I told my doctor. Fuck. He's not even your doctor. (laughs) He's my friend. Yeah, he's your friend who happens to be a urologist. Oh, my God. Keep going. Correct. (laughs) I'm a little below that. Just slightly. Yeah, it's within the range of average. You know, I mean, there's always a a curve, you know, standard deviation. You're within a standard deviation. Okay. I'm within a standard deviation. We say, you know, like five to seven inches is. I'm, yeah. def- I'm definitely in that range. The vibrator is very small because I had to make it with the help of my brother, which really was just challenging. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's an image I don't want in my head. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he was put off by the brotherly love there. <laughs> I don't think he's ever gotten a call like this before. No, I don't think anyone on the planet has gotten a call like this before. So you know what I ended up doing? What? Like a fucking psychopath. Doing it again? I measured my penis. I was like, you know, I'm getting an inaccurate measure. I think it's near six inches, but I, you know, did you know who fucking knows? So I, <laughs> what I, did you do? I took a piece of floss. Okay. And I put a, the floss, the base of my dick to the top and uh, then measured that against a ruler. And you found out you're ready to do some porn? I'm almost at six inches. Oh, I'm so proud of you. And I think if I'm actually with a, a woman and I'm aroused, not by just... It could, you know, it, it 30 seconds of tower my own. over 10? <laughs> I'm almost there, people. Okay. okay. I, I really have to say, I can't believe you're falling into the same trap of every one of my my, never, my listeners who are so concerned with their size, and it's so ridiculous. I've never had this insecurity before. Well, you don't need to worry, because obviously you did the dental floss trick. Did the dental floss. I'm not no longer anxious about it. Let's move on. You know, my penis, I realize... Is goes pretty vertical. Like it, it, it's not like in porn where it's kind of just like horizontal. It's like fairly vertical. So 
it, I was wondering if the. What do you mean when you're erect? Or when I'm erect. When I'm towards erect. Your, towards your, towards your belly. Yes. That's pretty normal. Is, I was looking online when I was really nervous for some reason in the middle of the night. This is what I do. And uh, I saw that there was a disease called Peyronie's. Per- yes. Peyronie's. What is that? Yes, Peyronie's. What is, do I have that? Well, I mean, I'd have to like see, I'd have to see it or examine it to know that. But basically what Peyronie's is, is the formation of a hard plaque-like area in the tunic that contains the the blood that provides for the fluid skeleton. And so what happens with those plaques is it doesn't allow the tunic to expand. It sounds like medieval knights. No, it sounds with- like you need to go to a psychiatrist immediately. <laughs> that you were up in the night, you found some weird disease that I can't even pronounce. Peyronie's. What- Peyronie's. How he continued to have this conversation without saying, have you thought about seeing a psychiatrist like tomorrow because my you're brain, insane? You see, I know. I recognize my brain is insane. During the night, I should I should not be allowed to use any technology or no. be awake during no. the night. No, you should not. Because I go insane. And then not only did you do it during the night, it obviously carried forward into the next day. Oh, yeah. And you called him up and how he did not, how he didn't <laughs> laugh is beyond me. And I would like to say that this is not, this was not the first person I can Consulted about my curvature. You've ta- actually asked me about it orish- originally. And Did I, I? Yes, and I ignored it. Okay, well then I went and talked to every one of my friends <laughs> to find out which way their penis curves. I actually was with a guy who did have a like almost like an arc. Which he probably had peronies. Upward, upward, no, like or it was like side, a, almost like a sickle. A sickle to the side. I, I don't, it was a, it was like a sickle, like like a backwards bow and arrow or something. Back, it, going moving back. I don't even know. It what, was just it like make... it was so weird. I was like, I can't even look at it. It's it's a very oddly. So shaped... this, I was worried that this is my boner is a weird bo- shaped boner. Your your boner is fine, and and you are completely insane. You, you don't you don't know if my boner is a sickle. I saw it. Yo, you did not see it in relation to the rest of my body. It doesn't matter. I saw it. It was a normal. Like I said at the time, can you normal, just describe the sick a little more? Okay, the guy that had like almost like if almost like a complete circle with like <laughs> a quarter taken out of it. Okay, <laughs> huh? and even then it was, we were able to have intercourse. So yes. I don't know how that occurred, but the sickle worked. <laughs> All right, I don't think I, actually after doing a lot of research talking to sex therapists as well. What? <laughs> yes, I, Who? Talk, I talked to another one of my friends who's a sex therapist. Oh, it turns out it, actually, if you have some curvature in your penis, it's good, especially if you have a retracted it, uh, cervix. I mean, uh, vagina. Especially if you're attracted to a vagina. No, a retract, or it's it, it's something where your vagina doesn't uh, go straight; it kind of curves as well. Yeah, so it, but it also helps to hit a G, hit the G spot. There you go. You've got a perfect G spot penis at the right size. Well, I also you, realized that most penises actually do kind of go up at an upward angle like as, as opposed to just sticking straight out which was kind of a, a new one I, I kind of just, what did you think like i a, just it, thought it was like it was at a more, 90 degree angle kind of that's kind of what i was picturing and no. then i looked at mine and i was like oh fuck this is not 90 this is more 45 or something like that oh your yours is like whatever normal is this why are you showing me with your hand? Can we? I'm move just on? trying to figure out. If, would this be 45 or what is this? I was thinking that 90 is. This is a geometry, okay? So this is 90. All right, all right. Let's get back to the call. Let's the go. The guy was like a, a little less than 360. <laughs> <laughs>
Now, if your penis is pointed towards your abdomen and it's pointed towards your abdomen from the base and you're able to move it around and insert it wherever you particularly prefer to insert it, then that's normal. Okay. Do you think that boys from a young age like tucking their boners into their waist strap? No. That doesn't cause any curvature? No. Okay. So it's fine to do. Yes. All right. All right, one one last question for you. Uh-huh. I have uh, itchy balls. Specifically, the right one is itchy. Well, then you have to scratch. <laughs> it makes it more. It makes it itchier. Yes, it does. And it, and I've seen that, like, you know, it's always the same spot on the right side. I went to a dermatologist. They thought it was jock itch at first. I went through tons of treatment for the jock itch. And, you know, eventually... Yeah, you gotta, you gotta not scratch. And that's it, but... It, when you scratch, when you scratch, you create the itch. Oh, interesting. Which then you have to scratch for. It's I'm called a... Uh, it's called a, uh, a neurotic uh, edema. I cannot believe you went for the itchy balls question after you asked the most ridiculous other two questions. These are all very sincere questions. They're that I sincere, have for him. and they're also out- outrageously, as he put it, neurotic edema. Yeah, <laughs> neurotic is the operative word. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because you know I scratch in the night when I'm sleeping, and then wake up with itchy balls. I'm like, what the hell? Why don't do yeah, that? As long as you don't see, you know, like a rash or. A, dis- a significant discoloration or a discharge or something like that, and as long as there's no little, little like herpes like sores there. Yeah. What What do those look like? Those look like clear little pimples. No, I don't have that. Just... And then they then they pop and they crust over. Definitely. Yeah. They heal. No, I don't have that. First of all, I recommend that you sleep from now on with a pair of mittens. Okay, and secondly, I can't believe he gave you three more things to worry about. Do you think this is related to folliculitis? Because I think I have that on my butt when I run. Well, it gets irritated. Folliculitis, you'll see each infected hair follicle has a kind of a little white bullseye around it. Oh, all right, never mind then. This has been super helpful. You're welcome. Thank you very, very much. You're welcome. You call me anytime. Thank okay? you. You are the man, Dr. Joel. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Poor Dr. Joel. <laughs> you even got in folliculitis. What the? What do you stay up night, like, researching medical books? Yeah, I should not be allowed to see WebMD. No, you should not. I, I, I just should not be allowed to use the internet in general. I think that would be a good call. You go to these silent retreats, you get all zen-like, and you come back and you barrage him with questions that I don't even, I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Oh, well, I've learned a lot, actually, during, in my research. Are you going to be a urologist in another <laughs> life? I mean, clown, human fountain, podcaster, and now urologist. My friends, we've come to the end of the show. I hope you've enjoyed this. It's the morning after show. It's the morning after show. You can participate by just tuning in on Thursday and then commenting by by calling us at Yes Text Mom. And if you guys have any questions, don't call Dr. Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to all who have called in. We had such a great time making this episode. It's hilarious. Thank you for listening. We love you all. Bye. Bye. 
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.